What's up, everybody? My name is Jonah Gorchin. This is Scorch the Fears. We've got special guest today, Keston. I it is a name I've heard in Sub 2 so much, and people might be surprised that I don't think we've ever actually talked to each other before. But so, like, I think I don't even know. Did you message me on Instagram? Or did I message you on Instagram or something? I don't really remember, but I was just I just remember being like, hey, we should talk. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, bro. And and thanks for having me on. But yeah, we've we've never met. I've I've seen you doing like some cool things. And um one day I just reached out and was like, bro, we've never met. And you why do the hell don't we know each other? Exactly. You know, and and that's that's what that's what that introduction was like. But it's it's glad to finally meet you, my man. Hundred percent. I'm so excited to have you on here. So tell me real quick, what is for the people that don't know you, what's your business? What's your like um yeah, just what's your business? What are you what are you doing right now? So my my business, and it depends on on which side you're asking, right? Because my primary business right now is being a high performance coach. Um, it mm. wasn't that a few months ago. Um, and so started as a real estate investor three years ago, and um, you know, just like most people having leaving that nine to five, I had a really good six figure cybersecurity job. I used to work on Wall Street. Things things was nice. Right. But having that feeling inside of something like knowing that there's more to life because you're going to work every single Monday and getting ready to have the same week you've had last week and doing that over and over, like it just got to the point where man, I, I just needed something different. I needed fulfillment. And um, when COVID happened was my escape because I, I, that's when I took a leap. My job, they were giving out severance packages. And the, the thing about- What was your it, job? A, a cybersecurity engineer. Gotcha. Yeah, so- really great job my they were willing to allow me to go wherever i wanted and work remotely but um that's still the golden handcuffs you know and mm -hmm. and and wanting to leave for years and years and years before the thing that kept me at my nine to five job a lot longer than it should have was the thoughts of insurance the thoughts of having a wife and kids and Belief, really like thinking, could you really make it out there on your own? Like without this security of um, this monthly paycheck. And that that thought had me crippled for years. Hmm. Um, and in 2020, that's when my wife and I, we, we started taking our first real estate um, course. And in January, that was January of 2020. And once I hired a high performance coach, then it like my coach helped me with clarity. She helped me like with courage and a, a lot of these different things, man, that made me take that package. She didn't tell me to do it, um, but I felt like I knew exactly how I was going to achieve. And so J July 1st, 2020 was my last day at work. And, nice. Um, and from July to December, we closed one and a half times my six-figure salary. Wow, that's 
crazy, bro. So for, I was going to first ask you, like, how did that feel quitting your job? And then secondly, yeah, like, that's crazy. How, I mean, how did, you, how did that feel quitting your job? And how, how were you able to get so much success so quickly? Dude, it, it was terrifying. <laughs> it was really, it was really terrifying, man, because just not knowing what tomorrow brings, that mm -hmm. was a paradigm that I was, I was facing anyone. I didn't have entrepreneurs in my family. Does my family, does my parents own businesses? Sure. Um, is it kind of what I seen for myself? No. And so mm -hmm. I didn't have like a, 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 a model to follow. And so every single thing was, um, was new to my wife and I. So there was fear. There was a level of anxiety, but there was a lot of confidence. And the confidence was in putting myself around other real estate investors. And, um, and I'm, a, I'm a Christian and I believe in God and all that type of stuff. So my belief in knowing that this was going to work out was super strong, man. And, um, and so that kind of counteracted that daily. And I, I mean, dude, I still wake up every day with like, all right, God, what am I going to do today? Right. Um, but it's, it's not really what am I going to do today? It's really like, you know, better than me. I'm just going to show up and do my own planning but i'm sure you've heard a saying like man plans and god laughs kind of thing right yep and and that's kind of how i approach it but um i still plan i still have a plan um i still know kind of like from the night before what i'm getting up to to start doing and all of that um but i really think going through my high performance coaching um that person that i had at first my coach that really prepared me to, with the confidence because prior to that, I didn't know how to structure my day. I love prior it. to that. I didn't know how to minimize my distractions. I didn't know how to balance time for the business and my wife. That was a big thing. Um, there was just so much that I didn't know that I didn't know that that helped me. And so I felt like I had a blueprint. And so wait, let's talk about that real quick. I want to know, I want to know what your coach did for you. I have a coach too. And I love, I think everyone, once they have the financial means to should 100% get a coach. And I want yeah. you to really quick talk about like the pros of coaching when you should get a coach really dive deep into that for a second. Yeah, man. I mean, how could you afford not to have a coach is really what I asked. There you go. Because, dude, like when I hired her, I couldn't afford it. But I <laughs> I maxed out on credit cards, dude. I had over a hundred thousand dollars in debt, like simply because mm -hmm. I invested in me first, and um, and I was taking a chance. And so, when it comes to a coach, my coach helped me, like I said, with clarity. That's the first thing. When you know where to go, and it's like a, a GPS, right? Understanding the address and putting an address in your GPS and you know where to go, that solves 85% of the problem because most people, some of the things where, why they lack motivation, why they 
don't perform, why they procrastinate, all of that sums up into a lack of clarity. Anytime I feel like I'm procrastinating or like I'm not doing something, I tend to ask myself, what are you not clear about? What are you not clear about? It means that I'm not clear about something. So clarity is one of the main things that a coach, uh, my coach helped me as to this is where I'm going. Another thing is productivity. Being able and knowing how to schedule your day and show up for your day is an absolutely, absolutely um, important thing. And I didn't know how to schedule my day. Uh, matter of fact, I used to say my brain is a computer. I'm not writing nothing down, right? That was kind of my claim to fame when I was stupid. But uh, <laughs> although I was, I used to hustle, but... Um, Having, having that that planner and just really auditing your day. Have you have you ever audited your day, bro? Like, like right down from A to Z. I have my my audit is from four a.m. to ten p.m. Mm. and I know what I'm doing. Every single block, every hour block in my day is mapped out, even if it means I'm chilling. That's interesting. I that's so is every single part of your day, even the chilling parts. That's like an interesting concept. Mine's pretty good. I map up my day, but like things pop up, craziness happens in the business. All of a sudden something explodes and then you need to make something happen. Like talk about like, is it literally every part of your day? And what happens when something explodes? So yeah, every, every part of the day is mapped out. Um, and so I have what's called a model week. And if everything goes perfect, this is what my week looks like. And then I break it down into days. And, and so I look at my model week and see what I'm supposed to do. The reason why that is important for me is because if I could, if I know I have a goal and my goal is to let's go to real estate, if my goal is to buy 20 properties this year. I could then reverse engineer what I need to be doing every month, every um, every week, every day, right? Like everything compounds upon each other. And so when I model that out and I know what I'm supposed to be doing, if I don't do those things, then I'm not getting towards my goal. And right. so something is going to suffer. And so when something blows up, I audit, is this taking me to my goal or from my goal? If it's taking me away from my goal, it's is it urgent or important? That's the magic question. Is this urgent or important? And depending on which it is, um, important meaning like it matters, but it could actually wait till later. Is it urgent means mm. like I got to deal with it now. And so today, even today, I got some texts that would seemingly be super important. Like, hey, this vendor needs to get paid, blah, blah, blah. But when I audited it based on what I was doing, now, it wasn't a plan in my day to, make, to take care of this. Somebody else was supposed to take care of this. But now I look at it, I'm like, this could wait until I'm done doing what I'm doing and I could do this in my break. Although right. for this person, it's like a alarms going off and all of that. And I'm just like, that's all emotion. 
it's not moving my goal forward. So I've, I, I responded to it when I had time, not in the midst of everything. It's not going to pull me away from my goal. And so that's how I kind of go through things coming up. Now, is that important? Absolutely. That vendor needs to get paid because there's a flip that we're doing and he needs to get paid and all that. That is super important. But is it urgent? No, he could. That could wait. So I, I that's how I level things out, bro. I love it. I love it so much, man. I already we're already 13 minutes in and I haven't asked my classic first question just because I was like, whoa, wait. Coach, let's talk about it for a second. We'll get into it because I know you're now a coach and we'll definitely get more into it. But I want to start with my classic first question, which is basically this. Keston, if when you were starting in real estate or entrepreneurship, what fears were you dealing with? Like, what were you afraid of? What was like your biggest ones? And like, how'd you overcome them? It sounds like the W-2, which is a classic one, but like, were there any others? The biggest fear, um, I knew that I wasn't going back. I like, mm -hmm. I had friends that would call me and be like, hey, bro, I know some cybersecurity people in Atlanta, you know, you moved out there in the middle of COVID. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, leave me alone. I'm not going back. Um, the fear, the fear really was, damn, bro, I, I, I feel like I'm trying to make up a lie, but I also don't, I can't say that I wasn't afraid. I was nervous. I didn't have a specific fear. It was just the fear of the unknown. Mm. Like what, what, what actually is supposed to happen? You know, right. like. Because I'm trusting a process, but I don't really know if this process works. I'm going based off of what a coach or a mentor told me to do. And it's right. like, so it, feel, it felt blind. And so I just had this faith and hope that if I continue to do what this coach told me to do, that something will happen. A deal will fall into like place. And so... I did that. And I, I I should say that when I paid for that first mentorship, it was a ballroom. It was one of those three-day things. And then, but in those three-day sessions, I was the last person every single day asking the mentor, is this real? Is this real? If I join this thing, would you help me? Would you make sure? And Every day, bro, I was the last person drilling these questions and um, and he reassured me and he is still there for me for any types of questions that I have. Anything. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. So um, awesome. even even through throughout COVID, like he is he has been there, bro. And um, and so I just had faith in him because he committed to me. And so I'm like, I'm. I'm going to do exactly what you tell me and not nothing else. I'm just going to do exactly what you tell me. Um, Isn't it crazy? I mean, I feel like this is something that like so many people forget. Like my story is I joined Astro and then I joined SubG really closely afterwards. But mm -hmm. I feel like almost all of my success has to do with just listening, getting someone who knows more than me and following their steps 
step by step by step by step and not doing anything else, just going step by step and doing their process. And that's it. Right. Um, and like so many people just don't do it. I don't know why. I feel like people get the blueprint. They pay money for Astro or sub two or the mentorship you're talking about. And then they just don't do it. They just do like kind of it. It's like, why, why did you spend all that money? What was even the point if you were just going to kind of do your own thing anyways? Right. It's like, well, like what, what in the world? Well, I, the, the reason for that is, and now, now I'm getting into mindset stuff, right? The, the reason for that is because of paradigms, bro. Um, paradigms mm -hmm. simply defined is a multitude of habits passed down from one generation to the next, right? And you have your conscious mind and your subconscious mind. Your paradigms live in your subconscious mind. And so when we were kids, we didn't have our intellectual mind, which is your conscious mind. And so... That means we couldn't think, choose, or make decisions for ourselves when we were kids. So that's the reason why if we grew up in Texas, we grew up with that culture, liking that type of food. If we grew up in Afghanistan, that's how we would grow up too, liking their culture, their food, doing things that they do. And so we'd be programmed. And so your paradigm is that programming. And so now that we're adults and we're like, oh, let me join this mentorship. I want to change my life. And we're starting to do things different than what we're programmed to do. Then there's conflict. When there's conflict, you start going back to what, you've, what you're used to. And so that's the reason why many people, they start something, but they haven't built that new habit. And they, their discipline is not locked in enough to replace their paradigm. And so then they go back to living the life that they lived before. And that's the reason why mentorships has these only 15% of people um, actually do the work and pass, and which is crazy, you know? Um, right. And it's all summed down to paradigms, This, this these habits that... They're not able to conquer their beliefs about money. All that stuff is stored up in that paradigm, bro. So how do you change your paradigm? That's the that's the million dollar, literally the million yeah. dollar question. <laughs> how do you change your paradigm? So first of all, you gotta you gotta be able to identify them. If you can't identify and know that this is a problem, then there's nothing to change. So the first thing is awareness. You gotta know that, listen. I could see that I procrastinate or let's let's just use um, let's let's use someone who's an alcoholic and wants to make different choices. They're in real estate, but drinking um, keeps putting them off or making them not take action. They, they're not making their follow up calls. And so they know what they need to do, but they just stop doing it or they may think that they don't have a drinking problem. So awareness is the first thing. Oh, crap. I'm aware that I have this problem. And now you got to decide. Number two, you got to decide that I want to change this. Because the thing about changing a paradigm, just like any addiction, there's going to be pushback. You're, you're going to be in battles with yourself to right. change this habit, to change this addiction. And so... Once you have that commitment and this person saying, I am going to do this, 
Um, and only until they do that could you then begin the process. The third thing you need is discipline. What are you like? Are you going to keep yourself accountable? Now, this is this is the reason why doing it in a community or having a coach to help you is so important, because here is where people get weak. Keeping yourself disciplined and accountable to change something that's been like a lifelong trait is very hard. It's very, very hard. I don't care how self-motivating you are. There's going to be some things that you're just going to be like, screw it. It's like going to the gym and you know, like, man, I'm good, right? Like you, you're doing bench press and you, you do 10 and you're like, oh man, this hurts. But if you had a coach or if you're working out with friends, you could do like 15, you could do like 20 simply because somebody is pushing you to get you there. Um, and so you're always going to give yourself less doing it by yourself. And so having that coach telling you and you knowing exactly what to do and you having the discipline to actually do it, that's how you start overriding your paradigms. And you'd have to replace it with a habit. You can't just stop doing it. You should replace it. And so if you're replacing drinking, so for me, I used to be... <laughs> I used to be addicted to, to sex and pornography and all that type of stuff, right? And mm -hmm. I replace those habits with business. Um, business and, and, and just learning and all that type of stuff. That's how I replace some of those habits. So without replacing the habits, you're, you're done. You're going right back. Um, and, and that's how you start replacing your paradigms. Love it. That's a good answer. So then what um, I have a coach and it has literally changed my entire business. I 100% agree that like, for me, it's the accountability of mm -hmm. like being like, hey, you said this was the goal for this week. What happened? Why didn't you stick to this goal? Like what's going on? Because like, this is what's going to push you forward. Me being like, God damn it. Like now it's not because when you're an entrepreneur, like you're the boss, nobody can actually tell you what yeah. to do right? Like in the yeah. end, cause you're your own boss. So like that you need somebody though, who's going to like stick on you. And it's actually going to be like, Hey, no, do this. You need yeah. to actually do the things so that you achieve the goals. Or are you just spouting out nonsense? Do you actually have the drive to achieve greatness? Or are you just screwing around? And when someone says that to me, then I get like fired <laughs> up a little bit. I'm like, yeah. no, of course I have it. I'm getting it done. Um, so I love it. Let me go back to your journey just for a second real quick. So real estate, you do, you do one and a half times what you made at your salary, which is amazing. Then what, what's your story? What's your journey? So in December, um, December of 2020, you know, we're crushing it and wholesaling, but I'm like, dude, I got to continue to do this every single like deal. So I didn't really celebrate because I'm like, I got to continue working. There's no time to chill because it's wholesaling. Um, I'm, I'm, we're, we're hustling ourselves, right? This is before we have systems and all this type of stuff in place. So I'm thinking the only thing that could actually replace getting paid like I was getting paid by my nine to five job every month is cash flow. So I need cash flow. 
And that made me um, want to buy, buy and hold properties. And although I was pitching um, creative financing because I took creative financing in, um, in the first mentorship. And so I knew things from a structural standpoint, but it was way too, like too many details that I was giving the seller way too much. And so a confused mind always says no. And then, then I, some way, somehow the algorithms put me to pace and I'm like, it sounds like this dude knows what he's talking about, right? Like listening to some of his sales calls and all that type of stuff. I'm like trying to convince my wife and the team that we should join, but we done. My first mentorship was like um, 30 grand, bro. So, and then I joined something mm -hmm. else after that. And now I'm trying to get them to spend this other um, amount of money to get into sub two and they weren't having it. It wasn't until I put my foot down after like maybe like three months of listening to Pace and um, seeing that or, or believing that he was the missing piece for me to close a creative deal or to close like buy my right. buy whole properties. They committed to it. So in December um, 2020, we joined Sub2 and in 2020. 2021 bro we went from one to 21 doors man um all creative using other wow, people nice. money um just just going all the way in and um and then in 2022 that's when i bought my first multifamily property um and we just kept kept going bro and um that's kind of where we are today and that's why the transition happened. So let me tell you about the transition because in sub two, there's this thing called the daily dial. The daily dial, I started teaching people sales on the daily dial. And so on Tuesday, I would teach people sale. My day was like helping them with painting the picture back to the seller. And I used to break down paces, seller calls and like, it was a lot of value. People were really enjoying doing those things. But even as I was buying deals, I felt like other people, like they just weren't, they, they weren't applying and I didn't understand why. Well, I actually understood why they didn't understand why. And I felt like, you know, like when you're watching TV and there's someone around the corner and because you could see you're like dude don't go there like somebody's there you idiot i right. felt like that was me where i could see people and say dude like why do you, why are you not motivated like you make a left don't go there you know and that's what made me start changing from um teaching people sales to teaching them like how to stay motivated and how to prevent imposter syndrome and all these types of things. And then I started calling my day um, Transformation Tuesdays in mm -hmm. on the Daily Dial. And I've been doing Transformation Tuesdays for uh, a little over a year now from like, I've been on the Daily Dial for over two years, but Transformation Tuesdays has been like over a year now where I'm just helping people stay motivated and helping them level up um in in their real estate game and their journey 
I love it. So what, what is it? Like, what do you do in Transformation Tuesday? So we, we go through different topics, um, different, different topics. So I come in and we come in hot, right? Like I play a song and get everybody all hyped up and all that type of stuff. I used to be a DJ, so I just bring back elements from the things I used to do. That's another an engineer and a DJ. Like that's a that's a pretty interesting life. I kind of want to hear about it later, but let's let's keep going for now. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Um, And so. The transformation Tuesday, so get them hyped up, speak about something motivational and then um, there are times where I break down a book. So I remember us going through the secret and there I have a gift, let's call it, um, where sharing a perspective in something that somebody has read a million times, I have been able to come and share a perspective that many haven't talk, talked about or thought of. And so like we went through the secret, we've gone through like undercover billionaire and breaking down, um, that's with Grant Cardone and breaking down like some of the things that he said, why he said it. And so I like breaking things down. That's the reason why I broke down even Pace's seller calls because a lot of people would hear it and they'll be like, oh my God, you're so good. And instead of learning what he's actually doing, like, yeah, he's amazing. But what technique did he use? Why did he say that? What, like, right. what's going on right now? And so I would break it down like every line, maybe every two seconds, I'll stop it and talk about why he said what he said, what technique, um, how he's getting into seller head, that type of stuff. And so that's kind of what I started Transformational Tuesdays as and um, do. And right now we're reading a book right now called um, The Power of Awareness. And so we've been in this book for like probably the last month or month and change. And in going through the book, having people raise their hands, ask questions, tell me what they think. And after I get a bunch of people telling me their thoughts, then I give them my perspective on it. And that's the like we get incredible value from doing that because now you start to understand yourself better. Now you're able to see things in a way and understand visualization and all these different topics that seem like woo woo stuff. Now people are like, oh, crap, like never thought of it that way. So that's that's what I do on Transformational Tuesday. So what's like the most important thing to do? Is it meditation? Is it visualization? Is it affirmations? Is it all of them? Is it like what, which ones do you feel like are the most useful of like mindset tools that people should be doing every single day? And, and I'm doing this selfishly at this point is like, I'm, I'm going to like have you audit me and my mindset stuff more or less. Yeah. Right. Cause like I, here's what I do. I listen to a meditation video in the morning, 15 minutes, then daily affirmations. And I have, I have my vision board to my left. I don't know if I actually do enough visualization. So Mm. I kind of want you, I kind of want you to kind of want you to go through like what would be like an ideal, maybe morning routine. Cause guys, he's also, you're also a coach, right? I'm not wrong about that. I am. I am a certified high performance coach as well. Right. So I want you to give me, I'm give me, use me as a guinea pig of some coach, a little bit of coaching so that the people can see. 
But yeah. like, anyways, what, what do you think are the best techniques? So I don't, I don't have people do this blanketly. Um, I believe that in doing each one of those things, affirmation, visualization, there needs to be a reason why. And so when people ask me for my morning routine, I could tell you, but if it, it may not have the same effect on you because I'm like, I built my morning routine for me based on what works for me. Right. So, but I do similar things that you do. So in the morning, the first thing I do when I wake up is I have my devotional time. Devotional time could be compared to someone's meditation time. It's, it's, it's exactly like it. Right. Um, I do some like praise stuff where getting in the law of vibration, which is the primary law. Um, people talk about the law of attraction. Um, the law of vibration is primary to the law of attraction. The reason why is because like, think about when you, like if you're upset, right? You're upset and mad. And when someone is like, I'm just going to gym and they go into gym and they work out, then they start feeling better. What happened is they use the law of vibration. They move their body. They did things. And now that sent a different message to their subconscious mind. And now they're feeling better. That's, that's how the law of vibration works. And once you start doing that, and for me in the morning, when I wake up and I do some uh, meditation and just like movement, praise movement type of stuff, that puts my whatever is going on in my subconscious mind it changes it into a good mood. Now you're subconscious. Mm. And, and I'm, I know I'm talking like terminologies. And so I'm just going to continue to put like break down what some of these things are. Your subconscious mind is your emotional mind. That's where your emotions live. Your emotions control your body, controls how you, the things that you do, right? If you're happy, um, emotionally, then you're happy. You move around and you're like, oh man, I'm having an amazing day. But if it is that you're unhappy or you're depressed, then you're down, you're not moving much, you're not talking much, it controls your actions. Your thoughts controls your emotions, your emotion controls your actions. To change that, force yourself in a law of vibration. So even if you're having thoughts that suck and you're pissed off, if you move and you do things, you could change how you feel. Does that make sense? Yes, 100%. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I've had this with Tony Robbins, where I remember he talks about how your, I mean, your physiology, your body movement is you. Like, yes. in the end, like, your body is you. So, like, if you're moving around, getting active, we as human beings evolved to be active. So, if we're not, if we're just sitting in a chair all day, you just feel worse. Like, you weren't meant right. for that. And then like your, your emotional state is bad. And then like your work is worse because even no matter what you do, if you're feeling annoyed, even if like you're saying all the right things and you're like doing all the right things, always in the end, it just comes through somehow. There's no way it doesn't at least a little bit. And that yep. just turns it a little bit off. And then you lose that lead, you lose that deal. And you just lost $20,000 because you didn't go work out or do the exactly. vibrational thing you were talking about. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And so, um, so the first thing I do, devotions, praise, kind of get my body moving. Um, that wakes me up even, and I call my morning routine, mind insurance, 
right? That's my mind insurance. The reason I why I love that. That's such a good name for it. Yeah. I'm like writing that down. Mind insurance. I'm sorry. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, no, all good. Um, because sometimes you wake up and you're mad. You don't even know why you're mad, right? But if you wake up and you're not in the best mood, if you could rely on your habit of your morning routine, now it becomes your mind insurance because now you know what to do to put yourself in a good mood, right? So I do that, devotions. Then the second thing I do in the morning is I study. The reason why I study is because um, over time, I realized that I was losing my motivation and I had no idea why. And when I realized it and I really audited my days or my mornings, I stopped listening to podcasts. I stopped like reading books. When I study and I learn something new, I'm fired up. And I didn't know that about myself until I was on this entrepreneurship journey. And so I'm like, all right, boom, let me add this in. So the second thing I do every single day is study. Again, mind insurance, because I know when I study, I'm motivated and I'm ready to go crush the day. After that, I write down my goals. Um, and so I rewrite my goals for the day. I um, like what I want to do. And then I spend some time visualizing it. And so I also have my um, things on my vision board here, but I rewrite them visualize them. I stand here. I, I look at them and, and see it and feel it. My visualizations, I like to feel the emotion of having those things now. Um, and so they're mm -hmm. like al almost every single visualization session, my paws raise and tears is, is flowing from my eyes, bro. I don't know why I cry, mm -hmm. but it's just like, like, I'm just always so damn grateful. Like, when my wife walks in sometimes and see me, she's like, you're so weird, dude. <laughs> because, like, I, I just feel great about it. Um, and so that's part of my process. And so after I do that, then I go work out. And after I work out, I come back home. And um, I'm incredibly disciplined in this. And... I'm, I'm giving a disclaimer here because what I'm about to tell you, you're going to probably be like, what? So we're programmed, right? We have mm -hmm. things in our paradigms that is programmed. I like using some other programming to keep me going. And so what I've done to keep myself motivated working from home was I, so when I get home, take a shower, eat, I still iron my clothes. Doesn't matter if it's a t-shirt with a hole in it or what, I iron my clothes because that's what I used to do when I was, I go to work. So Wait, just that's real quick, I would just like to say a really good Instagram reel for you would be you ironing a, a shirt with a hole in it. That would be really <laughs> funny. Be like, why do you think, why do you people think I do this? Anyways, go on. Sorry. That's, I like it. <laughs> Coming soon. Um, <laughs> yet the reason why I do it is because when I ironed, and I was going to work, mentally, it made me think that I was doing something important. And so when I show up for myself at home and I iron, I still put myself in, I'm doing something important. And I, um, and so I put on my shirt, I still put on cologne, even at home, 
like doesn't matter the type of like expensive cologne because I got to feel me, right? If I'm not feeling me, even though I'm working from home, I can't put myself in a vibration that makes me show up seriously to get the job done. So you literally, so you literally like basically make it as though you're going to work. Like when you used to go to literally go to work, like outside of the house, you do the exact same process as even though you're staying home. 100%. 100%. My yeah. wife knows. She knows when I'm in the office, I'm at work. Um, does she come in and have some chats sometimes? Sure. But um, we plan our we plan our month and our week so she understands when I'm in my zone that I'm in my mm -hmm. zone. Um, and I don't like to come out of my zone because the things that I'm doing now is going to affect the bigger goal. Like, and I take that really serious. And so do I take a nap throughout the day sometimes? Sometimes, but it's on my lunch break and it's an hour. And if I don't get to do my, um, a nap in that hour, I'm not going to be like, Oh my gosh, well, you know, let me hit the snooze. I'm gonna just take five more minutes. Mm -mm. When I am working, I am on the hamster wheel. Like, but it's my own hamster wheel. That's the difference. I created my own hamster wheel for me. Throughout the week, throughout, throughout the weekend, I'm a boss. I'm outside of the business planning what I need to do. And so even though I'm the CEO of my business and I have a COO and I have a CFO and, and the business is built out, even though all those things are still in place, when I show up during the week, I am still working. And so for me, I'm on my own hamster wheel and I'm heads down and I'm getting it, I'm getting it done. Now that's the discipline, right? That's the discipline portion of giving yourself a task and going and doing it. Because if you do these tasks and you do them consistently, you will get results. Like that's right. just the way that it works. Um, and so to a question you asked me earlier, like how... How was I able to achieve so much? I did what I needed to do consistently because I'm incredibly disciplined. I love it. I love it so much, my man. So you're a coach. What yep. is the most common fear that you feel like is holding people back? And how do you actually, and how do people get over it? Because again, like I told you before the show, the point of this show is to get over fears. It all comes back to mindset, right? I feel like when people are building their business is like building a house and their mindset is like their foundation. There's a crack in the foundation anywhere. Then the house starts tilting. Right. Yeah. So what do you think? What fears do you deal with? Like, what do you deal with when you're talking to people when, and you're coaching them? Bro, it's <laughs> this is going to seem like weird, but this is the biggest one. A lot of people really don't want it. They're afraid to get it. Ooh, I like that. I like that because no one talks about that. That's Dude, so true. They do not want it, man. And they're afraid to get it. And they self-sabotage so much. Like I have several clients who could get their first deal, could get their first this or that. And when I reverse engineer and I show them, I'm like, why haven't you done this? 
And we dig into that and it's like, I don't know what I'm going to do when I get it. And so I'm afraid to actually like get it. And that's what it comes down to. They're so afraid of getting that thing because now that's that responsibility. And now it's like, what if I fail? And so they do subconsciously. They're grinding, right? They're working every day. They're showing up every day, but they're not doing like the most important things. So they're just doing a bunch of busy work to say like they're doing it. Mm-hmm. They they honestly um, don't want it, bro. That's that's, that's crazy. That's the biggest. Do you thing tell that Do you me. tell people that? Are you like, hey, I just don't think you want this that much? Like, have you ever told someone straight to their face, or what do you do as a coach? That's such a because that's a weird one, right? Like that's a one thing if you don't want it it's like what are we doing jonah we haven't met for real bro i i am (laughs) (laughs) i i don't sugarcoat bro i am uh i am a drill sergeant type of coach bro like you you come work with me you know that i'm not holding my tongue i'm like you got to be ready people that People that aren't ready to work cannot come work with me um, because I am and I'm loving and I'm compassionate and all that type of stuff, too. But I always explain to my clients that it's a love hate relationship. Like you're going to love me. Um, There's certain times you're going to love me, but there are times when you're going to hate me because what we're about to do is we're going through tough mutter and I'm going to continue to push you to get through to the other side cuz that's what it's going to require to kill to to crush your paradigms right and my my clients I call them paradigm crushers that's that's what we do we're crushing one paradigm at a time right and so holding back isn't a part like I don't even know how to hold back honestly bro um and I'm just I'm just incredibly honest because transformation requires the truth and it requires you to hone in on this thing. And so people looking for this super articulate, super like trying to reframe and find a pretty way to say it in my, is not my avatar. (laughs) So you just straight up. So you're straight up just like, you just don't want it. You should just give up. Or like, what do you mean? Like, what do you say? Or like, you say you don't want it enough. You're self-sabotaging if you actually, you got to like actually say that you want it or like, what do you do? So I ask a lot of questions. I ask a, a, like a crap ton of questions and drive them to see it themselves. When they see it themselves, then I pour in. Then I'm like, um, and, and I'm thinking of a specific conversation that I just had maybe two weeks ago with someone where um, she has an opportunity that she could. And by the time I was finished asking, like asking her questions, it came down and I said, do you see that you, you just really don't want this? She's like, no, but I do. I'm like, but you don't because it's right here. And do you want it or you don't? And so I get them to chase after it because... I could show it to you. I could help you reveal it. You, you're aware of it. But until you commit and say, I'm going for it, and you go after it, um, that's the only time it's going to change. And so I tell them straight up, like, 
this is why you're procrastinating. Hmm. You know, I've I've had <laughs> this was a, a maybe two weeks ago as well, where this guy, I, I told him straight up, I'm like, dude, ask them a bunch of questions, bunch of questions. Um, this is me learning, right? I'm learning kind of about them, about the situation. And so I ask a lot of questions and, and then I, I share. And when I started sharing, I'm like, you're, you're not, you're not going to be successful. You should, you're, you're going back to work. That's exactly what oh, I'm damn, dude. <laughs> you're going back to work. <laughs> That's you so know? savage. That's crazy. Good job, though. It's better that he does it now versus later if that's actually what it is. If you're paying me, if you're paying me to help you get you somewhere and I could see something and I'm trying to finagle and make it pretty, I'm wasting your time. But if it is that I know and I could share with you that, dude, you're wasting time. You can't waste my time, but this is what you're doing. I'm letting you know. See, Tanisha knows. Tanisha's on here <laughs> T- right now. Tanisha's one of my clients. Is Tanisha, as well. is she? Okay, nice. I was yeah. about to ask. But um, she knows I'm I'm as honest. I, I don't know how to lie and I don't know how to be fake, bro. It it I'll boil up. It boils I love me it. up. So this is something, another personal one. This is why I do this podcast, I've realized. The best thing is I just get to ask really intellectual high achieving people who are just better at me than things like how to do everything. So it's amazing. Yeah. Right. That's why I love this podcast. It's, so, it is. <laughs> so I have realized I've come to the realization for my salespeople in my organization that actually my job now, now that I'm not a salesperson at all, and I'm the sales manager mm-hmm. is to be a coach. That is my job is to be mm-hmm. their coach basically. Right. So they, yeah, they, I need them to hit their sales goals, but how am I going to do it? I'm going to do it through, mindset stuff through talking about it saying like what happened this week doing one-on-one stuff like that what's like for somebody who's never been a coach before because this is like for me i've been a salesperson i've been selling stuff my entire life Mm -hmm. i have never been a manager before this is the first time in my entire life i've had to manage other people and like figure out how to do it right so what what's your for advice for first time coaches? Like what what should you be focusing on? What should you what what do you where what advice do you have for us who are bungling through it? Bro, is that's an amazing question. I'm gonna answer you in a few different ways. Um the first thing I would do is understand your um predictive index, right? We do a predictive index test in our business that tells you if you are, how you're built. The reason why this is super important is because I absolutely suck as a manager, which it it goes to show because the people that I worked with and the teams that I was trying to have and me be a manager, I would start off real good, but it would like, I'll get tired of it because of how I'm a high performer. And so when there's someone that's not doing something or performing at a certain level, I get super frustrated, super frustrated. And so what I've learned about myself based on this test is I'm a great leader. And there's a very big difference between a leader and a manager. And so 
you have to understand and know if you're a leader or a manager, because a manager takes care and nurtures the talent in the business. They're super excited to see them grow and and go through things with them. And they're way more patient and all that type of stuff. I'm a like, man, let's get this done, right? Like that's that's me. And so once I hired a COO that was the bridge between me and the team, then the business started to flourish and people are on the team for a longer period of time now um, right. because I have a bridge and she's taking care of their development. Now, do I care about everyone? Absolutely. I absolutely care. But it's in my personality, just how the way that I'm built to come, motivate, share the vision, share certain things. But the one-on-one -on -one management isn't my cup of tea. So going back to answer your question, I will say it depends. Because if it is that you're working on a weakness, I'll tell you to stop. Don't work on a weakness. You should work on what's already a strength. And so it's hard for me to answer that question. Now, as a coach, if we were simply talking about just being a coach, being a good coach for me is being honest um, and letting people know how they could get better. Also, mm -hmm. you could compliment them. You could give them the, the things that they need and all of that and understanding Understanding how they receive information as well. Understanding how they receive compliments. Everyone receives praise differently. You, somebody might be embarrassed if you praise them in front of the entire room. Somebody might prefer to have um, you, you write them a, a letter or a sticky note or something like that. And so as a leader, I had to start learning different personalities and how people receive things. Even with my wife, this helped my, our marriage tremendously because I had her doing things that was outside of her predictive index. And when my business coach first got us, he, she, he, he said to me, he said, dude, your wife is less than six months away of quitting and going and doing something else. Um, and she was worn out. She was super tired. Shameless plug. My um, my business coaches, Ryan Pineda's and Eric Burer's business coaches as well. Um, nice. So that that um, helps a lot. So understanding these um, these little things, bro, takes you so much further in life. Um, like my business is absolutely different now than before even understanding personalities, how I approach conversations with people, like reading their personality and speaking or modifying is, is the terminology we use. We modify who we are to make the conversation at least finish um, or to not have conflict and things like that. That's what being a good coach does um, to read the person and relate to them and speak to them according to how they receive information, not how you are, period. Um, I love it. I, yeah. 
I love it so much, my man. That was awesome. Um, we're starting to get to the end of the hour, so I want to make sure I want to respect your time. There is one question I always end every single Scorch the Fears with, and I'm going to ask you it. If you could go back and to Keston right when he's a quitting his job, right when he is either about to quit his job or quits his job and jumps into real estate, what would you tell him then, knowing everything that you know now? Bro, go learn sales now. <laughs> matter of fact, matter of fact, before you even leave your job, start learning sales. Go pick up this book. Like sales is something that you absolutely need. Stop trying to neglect it or say that I'm not a sales guy or I'm not selling nothing. Cut it out now. Go learn sales right now. That's what I would tell them. I men. I wish I knew that's how important sales was, bro. I wish I knew how important. Wait, sales what was. happened? Why? What? Because I, I don't think I got that part of the story. Like, were you not a salesperson at some point? Like, were you just like not willing to cold call or something? Or what? What? What's causing you to say that? Because sales is such a technique. It's a skill. There's a formula to it. And while I got on the phone and I was like natural and, you know, just. I was look, looking at like videos online and all that type of crap with Brent Daniels and all that type of stuff as to cold calling and just having conversation. I took sales seriously when I joined Sub2 in 2021. So naturally, we were able to do the deals. But in 2021, when I started to understand sales, that's when I became a monster. And I'm, I'm like, how, how do people go through life not understanding sales? And I rejected sales all my life, bro. All my life, I rejected sales. Interesting. But um, see, it's opposite for you. You said before that you've grew up, you grew up selling all your life, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's the total opposite for me, um, even though I worked at Apple, but you didn't need to sell stuff. I, People used to like to come to me because I was the absolute no pressure. You don't got to buy or nothing like that. I'm going to just tell you <laughs> about these products. We, we weren't working on commission. So I inadvertently, I would get a lot of sales. And I was number one for a long time because, because people were just like, oh. I was literally going to say, that's actually a really good way to sell people is to <laughs> not be so stressed about it and just tell them like, hey, this is what it is. Do you want it? Yep. Do you not want it? All right, cool. That's a really good sales technique. I didn't know. I had no idea. And, and so they would give me all the stars. So like Sarah Jessica Parker, Kanye West, like a bunch of stars. I helped in Soho, oh, um, the, the Apple store in Soho because I didn't care. I'm like, yeah. Cool. I, who's this? Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's so awesome, my man. That's I, 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 okay. There's a lot of your life. I want to just talk about at some point in general, we'll have you back on and we'll just do like a personal life one. Cause you've got, you've lived like an inches life DJ engineer casually selling Apple products to, uh, did you say Kanye or like, I don't know who you exactly said, yeah, but like, did, it's a pretty did Kanye, Kanye, Sarah, Sarah, Jessica Parker. That's the, there you go. What, um, Vin Diesel. I, I've pretty done, I've, I've, I've helped a lot of, wait, I just, I still don't understand though. You were selling to these people 
but you're saying you needed to learn sales. Like I'm kind of confused a little bit. Like, what do you, what, what makes you feel like you need, you didn't know sales or like, what was, was there like something holding you back or like what happened? There's a story there that I want before you leave. Apple taught me how to be compassionate, how to, um, how to diffuse people, right? Because I got promoted to being behind the genius bar as well while I was there. And you needed to learn how to diffuse people. So it wasn't really selling. People came in. They knew what they wanted. I didn't need to really sell you in the Apple store. Selling for me, I would always tell people I'm not a salesman. Like, like you don't need to sell people. I, I had a thing against car salespeople. I had a thing against, like, people that worked on commission. I'm like, oh, man, you thirsty, right? And Man, I don't know if you've read The Secrets of a Millionaire Mind, but I that have, book. I have read that book. That book slapped me up, bro. Like, I was like, <laughs> like, I had such a middle class mindset because mm -hmm. I just sat down and preferred to work and get this paycheck versus getting paid based on performance. And so, when you get paid based on performance, you better know how to sell, right? And so these were the concepts that I didn't understand having a nine-to-five job or prior because it's like you're, you're so privileged that I don't have to hustle, you know? Like, man, if, my, if I work or not, I still get paid, you know? And, and that was just my mindset, dude. And, and, and so I didn't need to sell, but... Until I became an entrepreneur, the first few months was a hustle. That was cool. But then there's an art to this. There's an art to speaking and persuasion and all this type of stuff. And the faster someone, especially coming from a nine to five mindset, understands sales and understands the power of persuasion and, and knowing how to persuade someone to make a decision that they already want to make, but nobody likes to be sold. So there's a resistance and you know how to get past that resistance. Then you create your own life. And, and so it's like, that's what sales is. It's sales helps you to create your own life. The, some of the richest, most wealthy people are salespeople, even communicators. Communicators are selling like, like, it just blew my mind, bro. When I started understanding about like sales and communication and all this stuff, I'm like, where have I, I, I love been? It. I love it. I mean, like literally I want to just say, like, I agree with you. Sales is just making people realize what they already want or giving them the best option to figure out yep. what they already want. That's how that's a real salesman is what you're doing. Right. Yep. So I a hundred percent agree. And it is, I love it. Um, okay, so there's been like two or three people wanting to know your book recommendations. So I'm going to ask you that too. Like, what's your favorite books for mindset, sales? Um, yeah, somebody else asked specifically sales. So maybe sales book, mindset book, whichever one. So sales, let's not like, let's go straight to, um, you can't teach a kid how to ride a bike in a seminar. Yeah. Like just like, Read that book a million times, a million times. That book is absolutely amazing when it comes to sales. Um, when it comes to mindset and like that type of stuff, I have a few. So 
when it comes to mindset, the four maps of happy, successful people, I think is absolutely an amazing book. It's super practical. It gives you things to do and it would help you in like visualize. It would help you get clear. It would help you. It's such a great handbook. I call that the handbook to the book, The Secret. The Secret teaches you about the law of attraction and all that type of stuff. Um, the four maps of happy, successful people is the handbook as to how to use the secret practically. The Go-Giver is also one of the books that really helped me help change my life. A lot of things that I do is based off of The Go-Giver. Um, I, shoot, I have a birthday celebration that I do that I, I have like 500 people on a Zoom. Um, Pace was on my last Go-Giver celebration. So instead of me receiving gifts, I give stuff away and I give free value. And so I bring on a lot of heavy hitters, different people in different industries, and I just give back. And I've learned that. I, I created that concept from a concept that I, while reading The Go-Giver. Um, so The Go-Giver has transformed my life because I live by a lot of the principles in The Go-Giver. And so those are great books for those things. And when you're trying to get jacked, when your mindset is kind of weak and you need somebody to talk to you the way that you need to be talked to, then you need to get the 10X mentor. The 10X mentor, Grant Cardone. Now, that's how I receive information, right? I'm like, tell me, like, give it to me. Don't sugarcoat it. <laughs> just give it to me. Um the 10x mentor is like that. Get your butt up, go work. This is what you got to do. Grind, grind, grind. Go, go, go. Um, and so the 10x mentor is that extra boost pull. I got a lot of books, bro. I read. I read a lot. Remember? Yeah, you were giving us a library there. I was like, yeah. all right, we gotta, we gotta give him a. We gotta. We'll, well, I'll try to remind people of it. Let's go through some of the ones you said. Marcellus was doing me doing me a favor and just like writing them down. Secrets of a Millionaire Mind. Four Maps of Happy Successful People, uh, The Secret, The Go-Giver, 10X Mentor. I've read about half of those. I've read Secret, uh, I read The Secret, Secrets of a Millionaire Mind, and Go-Giver, and uh, mm -hmm. How to Ride a Bike, um, the How to Ride a Bike one. But I haven't read the other ones, so it's good. It's good stuff. My man, we're coming to the end. What can my community do for you? I'm so incredibly grateful that you came on. I'm, I'm, I, this was a great podcast. You had some amazing insights. It was a great, great time. What can we do for you? What do you need? Do you want more clients? Do you want people following socials? Like what, what do you, what do you want out of my community? Absolutely, man. Um, I, more clients is definitely something that any, any, anyone in business could, could use. And right. so, um, if you guys are trying to level up, if you need accountability, if you need someone to help you get to the next step, I am here. I am your coach. I will help you and keep you accountable, but not if you're not ready. If you're not ready to put in the work and pay the price, I'm not your guy. But if you're ready to become more and earn more, I'm your guy. And so if you um, guys weren't convinced by that entire podcast, I don't know what you're doing. 
Like I love my coach, but like you're my, if he ever dies or anything, I'm contacting you basically <laughs> like immediately. Like I was just like, I I'm, I'm very impressed. You are, I've had people hit me. I'm like being serious right now. I've had people hit me up for being coaches and that didn't, they didn't hit as hard as you did in this podcast. So I just want to say like, you've, you've got the stuff. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. This, this is my purpose, man. Nothing. Jonah, I've made a lot of money. Um, in 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 doing real estate and absolutely nothing fills my cup like seeing someone transform or helping them reach a goal and 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 getting the call of someone who is like i figured it out or i've helped so many people leave their nine to five jobs at this point like getting those calls those texts seeing the transformation hanging out like the last the last week of my 12 week program is like an in person mastermind retreat where i invite them to my airbnbs they stay for free and i bring people in and and you know it's just an amazing session and time seeing that transformation bro humbles me fills my cup like like Real estate has never done that for me. And that's why I kind of, I'm appreciative. You need real estate and let's make money. Absolutely. Um, but the purpose piece, that fulfillment piece, that's what it is for me, man. And so I'm super passionate about um, transformation. Uh, and, you know, it's because of my own transformations in my life that makes me take this so serious. Um and so if anyone needs someone that's not going to quit on them and going to get them across the finish line, bro, I'm your guy. How do they reach out to you? How do they, how do they sign up? Where do they find you? Hit me, hit me up on Instagram. Hit me up on Instagram at, at Kess on Purpose. Kess on Purpose is a, a great way to, um, to, to join or Here's what I could do, bro. I could give you a link for your people to join um, and have two weeks free into my Purpose Ways group coaching. And wow, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, this Seriously. is this is the one to many. This is not the high performance coaching. So this is where I go in and I teach different concepts every single week. Um, the typical, typically it's five ninety seven plus $67 a month. But what I'm going to do for your community is just waive the five ninety seven, two weeks free. If it is that we're a good fit for each other, then absolutely stay. I'd love to have you. I'd love to see you grow. Um, if not, say man you suck i'm not digging this and, and just leave you know but um i appreciate I'll, that my man seriously like that means a lot to me and my community guys that is not he did not tell me about that beforehand he did not tell me anything about that giving any free stuff and then none of it so he just came up with that on the on the from the kindness of his heart so yeah like i'll get the link from you later and i'll post what i'm gonna do i do it live and then i'll then my editor edits it and then uploads it. So I'll make sure the link is in there. So guys, like uh, you'll, you'll see the link when this drops in like a week or two. Um, I'll make sure I get the link and I'll make sure I get it to you guys. 
my um my my team would probably be pissed at me because we literally just <laughs> created something today, but this is it's okay. Um, so I just I just gave it to you in the private chat if you want to drop it. Oh, did it you? To, oh, I'll just yeah. drop it now then. All right, there we go. That's hilarious though. Guys, his team is getting mad at him over this. Like he's gonna get in trouble with his team right now. Literally, oh, like, like literally will get in trouble. So now we don't have to do it. It'll just, you can get it now and it can drop 14 day free trial. He's doing it for free guys. Like I, that is incredibly kind of you, my man. I appreciate it a lot. Um, and I know they appreciate it. I know like everyone on here is going to sign up and then the 60 to hundred people who see this after will also sign up. I guarantee it. Man, I'll make sure. I, of it. I, I appreciate the opportunity, bro. Um, this is what we do, man. Crush, crush paradigms. We're we're paradigm crushes. This is we got to. There's there's no other way. If you want to change your life, like there's no other way to success than crushing your paradigms. You gotta identify them and crush them. So super happy to be here, man. Thank you. You are actually cool, not just in the videos that you do, but you're <laughs> you're pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> guys people don't know this me and Gustin didn't really know each other before this we we're like i i like most people don't know like i there are so many really big people in sub two that i don't know because like i kind of stay in my own orbit because i'm like constantly focused and then also i like just don't do it but like i've been reaching out to people more for the podcast and Gustin was one guy i'm like i have heard his name before and i know he's gonna be sick and he's gonna be a good episode and you were one of the best dude easily I would say I've done 70 of them and you're at least top 10, I think. Top 15 oh, to top 10. Appreciate that, bro. Thank yeah. you. So my guys, I'm going to leave it at that because I'm already going 15 minutes over for him and I don't want to take up too much of his time. Sign up. It's a 14-day free trial. I don't know what what you're doing. Like, it's free. So you're an idiot if you don't sign up, right? Um, Kesson, follow him. I'll put this up again at Kesson Purpose again. And here's the link. And again, thank you so much for coming on, my man. I appreciate you. Do you have any last words, anything last you want to say before I do my little outro? Yeah, man. So to your community, guys, remember understanding where you are in your current position is super important. Gaining clarity on where you are and then where you're going. Those two things, if it's anything that you take, understand what's going on, become aware of your paradigms, become aware of your habits, and then where you're going, your destination. Those two key things could change your life if you take it seriously, if you um, really double down on understanding those things and gain clarity in those two areas. So peace and love. I appreciate you guys being here. Go on and crush your paradigms. I love it. All right, guys. Scorch of fears. We got next week. I'm forgetting who I've got. We've got somebody cool, I promise. I'm going to like do it for next time. Scorch of Fears, 6 p.m. MST. Keston, thank you so much again. And guys, let's freaking go.